This is how we all came into the world. This is a basic guide to women's wrestling, your best source for women's wrestling commentary and recaps. And this would be your Elimination Chamber recap if the women were actually taken seriously at Elimination Chamber, but it wasn't. So I am your semi-basic host, Liz. I was going to say, not even feature, but yeah, there was a match. There was one match. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, forgot there was that. Well, okay, so it all started on SmackDown. I mean, we talked about how Asuka didn't have the challenger anymore because Lacey Evans is prego. And we just figured, oh, we'll just get a new opponent put in. But no, that didn't happen. <laughs> this be... is Asuka's reign. Why would we do that? That would make sense. There's no respect for Asuka here, you dummies. <laughs> um, so on SmackDown, we got another great episode of Ding Dong Hello. <laughs> um, first of all, Bailey's turtleneck look was much improved this week. <laughs> it's like, okay, turtleneck, but make it sexy. <laughs> I wonder if she had one. She just went to it with scissors. Oh, that's what it looked like exactly. <laughs> it was just like a crop turtleneck with like cleavage hole. <laughs> um, so her guests were Nia Jax and Shayna. I've been in this business long enough. Give me that. Wear some scissors. <laughs> um, there are people that really love Nia and no. Shayna together. No, for real. I was seeing the reactions after the show. And they were just like, oh, my God, I love these two. They're so funny. Because there was like that little bit where they were trying to walk through the door. Because that was like the biggest gripe of everything. <laughs> the biggest gripe uh, on Twitter was that Sasha and Bailey didn't use the door. They're like, why isn't anybody using the door? It's there. Because <laughs> so, Bailey was asking them all to use the door. Yeah, it was funny. How did Sasha and Bianca come out, though? Like, what was... They came out together. No, they didn't. They didn't? I'm pretty sure they didn't. Either way, they... I just don't know why this is happening. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a a lot of positive feedback about them together, but I think everybody's still waiting for... The only positive feedback of them together is from WWE personalities. Uh. (laughs) And it's all the people from, like, The Bump who are like, yes, give me this. And all the people who actually like wrestling and story is like, no, there's no no better opponent for Bianca than Sasha for WrestleMania. Give us that and give us a good storyline. We don't want to see friends... Do giving their best friend uh, effort against each other. This needs to get dirty, and it needs to get dirty fast because WrestleMania is fast approaching. And I'm, this is one of my harmless conspiracy theories. It's not going to happen because Vince knows Sasha and Bianca need to do nothing to overshadow two of the biggest stars uh, this industry has ever had. That's Roman true. and Edge have been wanting this for a long time. He thinks it's his big draw and for some reason doesn't realize that his actual big draw is Sasha and Bianca and that can expand your audience and widen it and bring so many more people and you have actual wrestling fans who want to see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's inevitable. Everybody's saying like, okay, we're going to get to this. Yeah, but it's not... Like we that... already know Sasha's going to choose or Bianca's going to choose Sasha. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, just because it's going to happen doesn't mean it has to be shitty. Yeah. Do it right. Do it justice. Don't just... And that's why I'm saying, like, he knows that if they had the actual storyline, they would totally overshadow this. Yeah, Because if you think about it, they gave a whole fucking second elimination chamber to the men. And we could talk about this on Raw, but I'll just say it now. You could have done that whole storyline, literally revived and saved your Raw women's division. Who 
everybody universally pans right now. Yeah. Instead, you gave it for a five-second clip of Edge spearing Roman to point to the sign, which you don't come out of retirement to face Drew McIntyre, and you don't come out of t- retirement to go to NXT, like career-ending retirement. You do it to face the biggest star on the biggest stage. He was never going to fight anybody else the same way Bianca's never going to fight anybody else. We didn't need to waste a whole Elimination Chamber match on it. Yeah, unless like, um, and that's the other thing too, because like I was hearing that Edge is actually going to be around for he a will. bit. Yeah, yeah. And so it's... I expect him to, and I do expect him to wrestle in NXT, but like... But the, well, the thing right now is like, he's still like a part timer. He's not on the shows putting in the work of the way Sasha and Bianca are. And so I don't, yeah, like basically I'm just agreeing with you. I don't understand why we're not giving them the storyline when they're actually there showing up every week to work. And Edge can really only as much as, you know, as much as a, a husband he is to me, um, he <laughs> is still... Only they're cutting promos every week. He's not wrestling every week the way that Sasha and Bianca are. Yeah, like, I, I, here's my read on it, is I think that Vince thinks this is the industry. And he might be right. But honestly, if that's the part of the industry you're chasing, AEW ate your fucking lunch on that, and you're never getting that audience back. They have Kenny Omega fighting people from AEW, fighting people from Impact, Bullet Club, and just ties that you will never be able to match if you have these territories going up against you. So lead into what you have the best. Don't try and salvage what you think the industry wants. Give it what it wants. Don't follow them. Like you've always fucking been a pioneer in this. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not even like lead with your best foot these two women and give them that stage. Yeah, exactly. And it's because like a lot of the other companies don't focus on the women. They don't have the type of talent that they do on WWE, and it's kind of like not everybody realizes like how amazing that the women are and how much they can carry these shows. So it's like the way you're saying, like they are a pioneering company. It's like you can sell this to everybody. Like you can get the money. They, they, yeah, and that's why it's like this audience doesn't even know that they want women's wrestling. Yes, and so they they just aren't capitalizing on that when they could because it's a clear open field. Yeah, like you think I came back to wrestling in 2016 watching Moxley and and Jericho like they were the ones that pulled me back. You think I came back in then thinking, man, I can't fucking wait for Charlotte and and <laughs> and Bianca. I didn't even know who Bianca was until yeah. I got all the way into NXT. Even when she came out, I was like, hey, who's this? And then within that match turned me around Shotzi's turned me around all mm-hmm. these stars are here turning me around where drew mcintyre is making me change the channel every week oh, and yeah. maybe i'm clearly not the audience they're going after but again that audience isn't there for you guys anymore they've because got, aew is taking it and you're not going to get them back because i'll tell you this as that part of the audience that i like the part of the audience that lives in me uh, that does like that stuff that they're looking for I'm going to watch that stuff all the time. I'd much rather watch Kenny Omega fight Okada in a storyline that I'm not even following than I would Drew McIntyre versus anybody who's here (laughs) for three weeks. And, like, that's not a knock against Drew McIntyre necessarily. He's put on some okay matches, but just these storylines have not been anything worth it. The women's one, where the women's ones could be. They really are struggling. And as far as, like, the men's storylines go... Because they're not consistent even then with the men. 
So you might as well just like full fledge with the women because they're the ones that you can rely on as in any other like category of society that we've seen the women are the ones that are gonna have to do all the work and save the day i mean <laughs> yeah sasha and bailey carried this through carried your biggest franchise like if you don't if you need any more evidence two women carried your biggest franchise through a fucking pandemic yeah bianca has brought in them the most attention that you possibly could have out of royal rumble there's a reason you gave her this yep give them the spotlight and stop trying to hold back and give us more give tag to, team matches give it to roman or give it to edge because like yeah they've had their time and they've had their stuff and i appreciate what stuff roman is doing he's never been bigger than he is right now and the timing fucking sucks for that. But Bianca can be a bigger star than he can. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. Your timing is just terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, you finally, or they finally decided to give you what we all wanted to see you as a bad guy. Bianca's way cooler as a face than you ever yeah. <laughs> could oh, have been. That's the other thing, too. Yeah, like, I was thinking about how different she was on NXT. And when she came on to um, SmackDown, or did she come out at Raw at all? She's always been yeah. on SmackDown. No, she huh? was on Raw. Because she was there with Montez. Oh, that's right. Remember, it was like the forgettable thing with uh, oh, Zelina that's right. that they did for basically, a while. Basically, they saved her on SmackDown. But when she came in as a face, it was like, how is this going to work? Because um, we've never seen her that way yeah. in NXT. We didn't think it was possible. But yeah, like she's pulled it out. Mm. And she's really she's someone you can root for <laughs> well that too but i think even at the beginning it was like a little bit um we were a little unsure of how it was working out maybe she was giving a little too much and we saw her tone it down we saw her pull it back mm. and it she just like hit that pocket for her face um role but teaming up with sasha or like the way that they've been grouped together I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, like Sasha's still way too faced to be, and maybe they're they're doing the, what they did with Roman, where they're like, no, you're not gonna get her as a heel anymore. She's just gonna be a face. Like, oh, <laughs> you guys, let well, people lead into their strengths. Sasha is su that character is such a good heel, and I mean, I know we just came off of her being no, she's not even. She was the face even. in the Bailey thing, like. Yeah, yeah, she turned heel and like was mean when she came, and they not even that. Ran it wasn't. It. it wasn't even like. It wasn't any turn. She was. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there was a face turn. I meant turn. to say, like, she came back as a. And even in that Carmella feud, um, again, which, I don't know. There's still, like. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like this entire time that you were, wait, like, wasting it with Carmella because this went nowhere. And we'll talk about it with this match that happened on SmackDown. But you could have been using this time to build up a feud with her and Bianca. Or like build up more story between them going against each other rather than just being buddy-buddy. Like, it just, it just makes sense. It's a logical move. Did Roman Reigns get nominated wrestler or performer of the year by fucking sports illustrated no was he even in the top five i don't I he don't wasn't know. okay but that was that's because he was gone drew like to his credit drew mcintyre was in the top three wait so that's hold on dumb. hold on hold on wasn't becky at all i think she might have no i don't think she was in the top okay, 10 i think I the only person in the gone. top 10 was, was sasha actually but I think so. I think it was Sasha Moxley McIntyre, which McIntyre didn't deserve to be there. There was whatever. I won't have to harp on that. This is men, but like 
if you need any more evidence for these women to broaden your audience, fucking Sports Illustrated <laughs> nominated or voted her as the performer of the year. Yeah. So performer of the year there should be on the main stage at WrestleMania main eventing the bi- the oh, biggest match. And the other endorsements that she's getting too. She was that flag person at the Daytona 500, <laughs> which I guess is a big deal. <laughs> well, it was like the kickoff race. That's why it was such a big deal, I think. Um, but, it's, hey, Daytona 500, I know that event. Um, <laughs> so, like, she gets all of these, endor- like, mainstream endorsements. She attention to the so company. <laughs> Roman Reigns is it? I mean, Roman Reigns is in Fast and the Furious, but I don't remember no, he people. Was. was he? Yeah, he was in or, uh, Hobbs and no, Shaw. No, Joseph, that's The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, Roman Reigns was, like had a guest appearance in yeah, it. Yeah, please, the Nobody Usos did too. <laughs> gave a shit about that. Sasha lit the fucking world on fire. She was trending on Twitter on The Mandalorian. And she was in three scenes, had two lines. Yeah. Imagine you give that person a starring role. Like, I just, it makes so much sense and it seems so easy to me. Why is it not happening? Yeah. Because, I mean, (laughs) especially with the wrestling community, and it's not a, like, it's not a knock on them. It's just that, they will like they will eat up a lot of stuff if it's good. Yeah. And they know that Zasha can deliver on that front. So it's like not not that like, oh, you'll like what we give you. It's not like it's not like that completely, but there is that little bit of herd behavior. <laughs> like if you have the trust in them that they they're gonna sell this WrestleMania match in four weeks or whatever terrible timeline you're going to give them. Yeah. Why not give them fucking twice as long and make it twice as good? It's just what I, it's just baffles me. Yeah. Especially because who knows what's going to happen if like after this championship match, even if Bianca takes it, is it going to be like a back and forth with Sasha? Yeah. And and even then, like you, having like a longer build up to this WrestleMania match isn't going to harm that. It's only going to make it better if you end up going that route, too. And if you end up going in a different direction, at least you had like this really long and cool feud between the two. Instead, we're getting them partnered with Carmela Somalier and not Carmela. <laughs> You know, we're having like a dude team up yeah. with Sasha and Bianca against Bailey, Shayna, and Naya on SmackDown. And then pin and get the pin. Oh, they won. No, he got the pin. Oh, he got the pin. The yeah. man got the pin. That's what I'm saying, too. Like, it's so stupid. And, and so we're going to, um, like, yeah, so on Twitter, we were seeing that. You know, people are making the same comments. You know, we'll recognize Troll Police 17 on Twitter who said, Why are the women just booked in tag matches on all brands? It's like an easy way out for WWE to avoid putting any effort in their booking, which we've said over and over. <laughs> over and over. It's the thesis of this podcast. <laughs> it's not even, yeah, it's not just WWE, it's also AEW. Um, Impact has, I mean, they had a whole, <laughs> they had a whole tag team tournament recently, but their singles division, I mean, like, I'll give them a little bit more credit there. Um, and yeah, like, I guess ESPN picked up on it too. 
you know, hopefully fewer instances of men getting involved and distracting from what the best women's wrestlers can do in the ring. This is from ESPN. (laughs) Like, yes, when we're at when when it's just like us on this podcast harping about it, like even though we're speaking very much truths, (laughs) who knows how much of an impact we're making. But like, come on, this is like being picked up. By everybody yeah. at this point. And they were commenting on the Charlotte storyline too, right? Yeah, because what they're saying is, um, this is continued from ESPN, the Lacey evans Rick Flair entanglement on Raw was reprehensible, but this isn't much better. Carmella might yet get a shot at Banks at Fastlane or on some Friday night to come given the outcome on Sunday, but when Belair makes the likelier choice and challenges Banks, hopefully it can be... It can mean a turn away from awful, dated writing and back to what the women do best on a week-to-week basis. And that was the thing, too, is, like, for a while, we were getting, yeah. like, cri- well, <laughs> Bailey, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all of it, and most of NXT. Oh, definitely. Or half of NXT's booking right now, because they're doing really good for equal booking. And, um... We it, that's why it's like I guess more frustrating at this point because we were having such a good run, yeah. like that's what it was. It was a run. We were like on such good track with these women, just like dominating and putting out these like great single stories, and now we're just back to our tired old tag team that that don't make any sense because they don't want to take the time to craft good storylines between the women. Instead, we're getting. Three on threes, and not all of them are even women. And three-minute tag matches. Oh, three-minute tag matches. Like, the entrances are longer than the matches themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, now we're getting back into, like, <laughs> like that, Um, I guess, just that valley. But, I mean, you never see this happen with the men. As shitty as their storylines get, they keep giving them the most time. They keep booking them that way. Yeah, I don't. It's just it's just baffling yeah. to me. You have <laughs> such a wealth of talent that you could point to and differentiate yourself and actually lead the industry. And instead, you'd rather not do that, neglect them, and partner with Barstool. <laughs> like, Ooh. whatever. Even, so, I don't know. Did you catch any of the Barstool pre-show coverage no. or whatever? I no, we have. I mean, I... I think I can speak for Hector, too, and we're not going to watch any pre-shows that will involve them at all. <laughs> um, is it that they have, like, a correspondent from Barstool? Yeah, or is this, this, like... Some douche got... Some fucking guy got a podcast, and so now Barstool does wrestling, so let's get Barstool in here, which is like... <laughs> Why? You guys are here boasting about the best women's division of all of ever which is true nxt is amazing their women's division cannot be touched even if you gave smackdowns the, maybe if you gave smackdowns the women's division to AEW, they could barely start to touch them in talent wise mm-hmm. and yet yeah i <laughs> um so we mentioned like that three on three match i guess it, it really didn't have to be that way i mean i'm really really glad that they keep involving bailey and that she gets to wrestle every <laughs> yeah, week she was out she's in taking her foot. time every oh, she, she she reminds me of i'm not mind. she is doing her job to take steal her show every time that she's on the the camera yeah and that was the highlight of that like turd match um <laughs> and from that 
was announced the replacement match at Elimination Chamber. And it was a tag team championship match between Sasha and Bianca versus Shayna and Nia. For some reason. There's no women's Elimination Chamber, even though we've had them back to back to back at this point. Yeah, we've I mean, had them we even, since they started them. We've even had a women's tag team elimination chamber. So, yeah, the fact that they didn't even include them for the chamber is such bullshit. And when it the matches, been... I literally fell asleep during this pay per view. Like, yeah. I was asleep for half of it. You saw the. I didn't even see the women's tag match live. I had to go back and watch it. Yeah, I think you saw the opening Elimination Chamber, which was a really good match to give all those guys credit. Mm-hmm. But that storyline... Was that the should, SmackDown? Yeah, and yeah. that was the storyline that I think should have gone to the Raw Women's Division because it would have made so much more sense. Have Lacey in their replacement uh, contender is Rhea. Rhea steamrolls that Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. faces Asuka the same day, becomes champion. Now you have... Yeah, especially because they really are like doing nothing for Asuka's reign. So maybe later we can talk about like how to make her reign better. But I think at this point, they're just going to take the title off of her because they just don't know what to do with her. Um, I mean, really, like I hate to say it, but really you should because you've done her so dirty at this point. (laughs) I threw a comment on there on Twitter and somebody responded like, oh, why would you do Asuka that dirty and steal her momentum? And somebody responded like, what "What momentum? momentum?" Yeah, exactly. Like (laughs) she's had two reigns at this point. And can you tell me any good matches she's had from them? No. Mm-mm. And that sucks because Oscar's so good and yeah. she deserves so much better. Um, like, the other... Save your so-and-so deserves better hashtags for people who do like Oscar. <laughs> um, the other match that was on SmackDown was the Riot Squad versus Natty and Tamina featuring Billy. Because, I mean... That was like the most intriguing part of this segment. Um, Speaking of stealing your time, stealing the camera when you're on the show. Um, yeah, the match itself was pretty. Um, meh. I mean, this is like the better that I've seen Tamina, but I'm going to tell you the best that I've ever seen Tamina was in her matches against Bailey. You're biased, but she, <laughs> they look they look pretty good. I will say that. I mean, it's, in terms of we saw a lot of tag team wrestling this week, and I they were not the worst. They were not the them. worst. They were probably, <laughs> and they were, in my opinion, better than their opponent this week. Yeah. Like, I would much, I'm a noted at, uh, Riot Squad hater, though, so again, our bias <laughs> creeping true. in. I would <laughs> prefer to see a run with Natty and, not a title run, but a run with Natty and Tamina. Because I think they could bring more to the women's division right um, now than the Riot Squad. You know, as slow as they are, um, <laughs> I would like I would agree with you there. Billy came out in support of Natty and Tamina. You know, considering that last week the Riot Squad were like being total jerks to her. Yeah. Um, she came out with like stupid cat ears and a Tamina T-shirt. Tried to pick up their hands when they won. Yeah, and then Tamina and Natty turn on her. Like, they don't under... See, this is where Natty's um, elderly status comes in. Both her and Tamina, because um, I, I don't know. I think they call them, like, the veterans of the group, but they're, like, the veterans of the group. <laughs> um, and she, like, Natty, the way she dismissed Lana and didn't, you know, take her help seriously at first... She's making the same mistake with Billy. <laughs> like, the, Billy is... 
I think a really good investment and someone that they should like consider having on their side. But no, no. She can help them out. She can teach them how to use their phones. That's reverse ageism. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's what kind of sucks is they did this whole Lana storyline with that's another wasted thing on Nia, too, because I think Billy proving herself against the tag teams of SmackDown, specifically, even if you want to just section them off to give them something to do, mm-hmm. Natty and Tamina would be way more intriguing than the Nia and... They would do a better job of it than Nia and Lana did, because all Nia and Lana did was nine nine tables. I, I However don't know. I lost she count. But <laughs> Nat, like if they were, if these three were to do it, and if they do still go with it, like I'm sure it'll be way more varied and it'll be way more entertaining because Billy's awesome. Yeah, and that's the other thing too is like Billy is funny and she has a character compared to all the like to the rest of the women right now. Yeah. They don't have that. I mean, they they have talent. They can wrestle and stuff, but they don't have, like, it the way that Billy does. And, yeah, like, she just brings a lot to... Maybe that's why she stands out so much more on SmackDown because, yeah, they have Bianca and Sasha and Bailey, and they're... They're great. They stand out mm-hmm. on that roster they because, can... yeah, the rest of them are, are so weak. <laughs> so when Billy's character, like, can match them, you're like, wait, so get in the ring. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's the other thing is that the four of them, the ones that you mentioned, can change yeah. from week to week. They're able to, like, keep their characters current. Like, yeah, they just, like, move with it, and they're always, like, innovating compared to a lot of the rest, like, a lot of the locker room. And that's, like, very apparent on Raw. I don't think I can think of a single person besides Peyton that can bring the character. And even then, she's been Yeah, I'm saying stifled. even then, we haven't seen her, so we don't even know that that's the case. We haven't seen her on her own enough to say that. That's true because we we actually Billy on her we own. actually got to see Billy on NXT because she she debuted first and then um the last few months where she's been doing her headshot thing like yeah. she's been on her own and whenever Peyton and Billy were together um on the main roster is when we really saw them just like take off yeah um. But we haven't seen that. We haven't seen Peyton be able to reach that same, like, or match that same energy, like, the way Billy has been able to. To her credit, she hasn't gotten the opportunity to. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's being stifled. Like, she's being paired up with Lacey, but they're giving Lacey the microphone. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) At this point, maybe we can just forget that Peyton was even trying to go after Asuka's title and just, like, pair her up with Asuka, make her her spokesperson, because... You're not doing anything else with her right now. And we just got an announcement that Rhea's going to come to Raw. Yeah. So I don't see Peyton reaching like that title status anytime soon. Here's another thing about Raw is like you have a whole third hour that everybody, the running joke on Twitter is like, oh, the third hour of Raw is starting. Give it to the women. Let yeah. Dana go on with Rhea. Let fucking. Especially if you're, I don't know, is that like when ratings really do? Drop. Yeah, for okay. the most part. I mean, people so, tune back in for like the last 20 minutes because it's the main event. But... That's cool. You know what? Give the women like those last... Well, no, give them an hour. Give them an hour. Just give yeah, them an that hour. hour. Just don't give them the... Like, even if... Let's say you want to be selfish and protect the men's egos. Yes, give them the last half hour. Yeah. So the 
the hour prior to the last half hour, all women's matches. <laughs> And see who has, see yeah. which parts of your show have better ratings. Yeah, I just run I your agree. own experiment. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like your ratings are going up anyway with anything else <laughs> yeah. you've been trying. So exactly. might as like give it to the women who you believe can't draw in the numbers. You're not going to have anything to lose. I mean, give it to the ones that you do think can, and and just again run your own experiment. <laughs> see like who you should really be investing in, because I promise you'll probably be going in the wrong direction <laughs> um do you want to talk about the elimination chamber match the, the tag, tag team, team no, obviously i've already <laughs> expressed my feelings that i think these two there was four there was three great competitors in that match i don't want to harp on the one bad one because we're about to do two it for of them the raw should matches. not be <laughs> in a tag team so i don't think any of this should have happened i don't want to be that negative on it, so I don't want to talk about it. You can say it if you want. <laughs> um, well, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I did try to wake you up a couple times, and I think you saw that it was on and just <laughs> decided to go. You chose to go back to sleep. With contacts in. Um, that's, yeah, that's how much I didn't really want to subject myself to that. Um, on Raw, we got another tag team match i mean that's just the theme of this week isn't it uh charlotte flair versus yeah, going back to nxt <laughs> charlotte versus or charlotte and oscar versus naya and Shayna, and again three really great competitors in that match <sighs> and <laughs> and yeah one of these things is not like the others um one the, of these things is the rock's cousin <laughs> The last, the last, uh, like, what what do you call it? it? I don't know how many minutes it was. But just, like, the last combinations of that match were so good. Like, they were, they were the best. Like, that was, like, when we actually got to see Asuka, really. Asuka out. Um, we're seeing some more storyline from Charlotte because she's over here <laughs> kicking Asuka in the face and just kind of, like, um... Obviously, she's distracted, and that's, like, the storyline is, like, her well, dad is distracting yeah. her. But she's, like, she is acting that out, you know? And so we have that. Um, we got to see them fire on all cylinders as a tag team in this. They look yeah. really good as, oh, a, as, yeah. a ta- like as a unit. So, so like, that was take, cool. take, the, take the women's championship off Asuka and really, like, focus on a Charlotte and Asuka tag team because – there's a lot of poten- a lot of potential for them together. Like, well, yeah. After Charlotte kicked Oscar in the face, <laughs> and after the match, you know, she's trying to help her up, and Oscar was like, "No," like she was upset about it, and Charlotte was like, "You know, fine." Distracted with your old man, get out of here. <laughs> I'd love to see like that sister dynamic between yeah. the two of them, but then when they come together, they just kill it because they really are like top tier in that uh, division. And Shayna, you know, I was a little. I don't know if she's just been like coasting it for so many months that now that she actually has to turn it up, she was a little bit like that's when she actually looked rusty. And there was like a little bit of a wind up that she had to get to get to her Shayna level. And we saw it right at the end. I think it's been that way for a while. You said you said it yourself on NXT last week. Like she was very, I don't want to say disappointed, but not just not present. That wasn't yeah. Shayna on NXT. That was like a husk of what Raw has turned Shayna into. <laughs> right. And uh, I mean, uh, I, she might be totally happy and um, 
I don't know. She might be totally happy and pleased with her current tag team situation. Why not? You have the titles, right? Yeah. But I don't know if it's such a good idea to partner her with you know who. Um, <laughs> because it has been like a weight put on her. We've just seen what she's capable of. We hated her. Everybody yeah. that we introduced her to hated her and then everybody just respect her respected her watching her come up in nxt because she was so good and so badass and dominant and just made it look cool that fucking song is a banger and just yeah you put this anchor there i would rather see her with biff and duke right now yeah like 100 that that's that's how desperate i am no Yeah, I don't know. But I do like what you're saying about the Charlotte Oscar thing because I, I feel the same way. I I could definitely see like a Kenny Ibushi uh, uh-huh. dynamic uh, with them where like they they might not – they'd be doing their own things for a little while. Exactly. But yeah, they can come back together. It's like they're like, both great in their own right. Yeah. And then when they come together, it's like nothing can stop them. And I don't know if they're trying to give – with this Charlotte thing, which I guess we can get into, I don't uh-huh. know if they're trying to like – turn her face and get people behind her i kind of hope that they don't because i would like for charlotte's character to not she like charlotte's character at this point shouldn't give a shit about the fans she shouldn't give a shit about rick flair she shouldn't give a shit about what any of the women in, the, in that roster think and except well, for maybe oscar and okay so like the thing that is going on right now you know she's telling rick flair that she needs to protect this legacy and <laughs> it's funny because she was telling him she's like you know i don't want to be known as just like rick flair's daughter i mean other people would disagree because they think that she like takes his moves but like i've seen <laughs> <Rick> that Flair <laughs> wishes. Uh, charlotte flair is the only good charlotte flair and creating the woo which somebody else would have done at some point and sting does way better are the only two good things rick flair has ever contributed to society continue um (laughs) oh man yes okay so she's trying to like put out that she is trying to like save this legacy protect it but it's like worry about yourself like you've already proved that you're better than your old man that's and everybody already like is um everybody's already like on his side at this point which i I still don't understand. <laughs> Who at WWE is like, yeah, Charlotte's just riding Ric Flair's coattails anymore. Who the fuck even knows who Ric Flair is anymore? <laughs> Charlotte's a 12-time champion. Yeah, Ric Flair has the record, whatever. But Ric Flair did it. It's like saying Babe Ruth had the whole most home runs when black people couldn't even play baseball like <laughs> uh, in, in MLB. It's not the same competition. No. And <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's like, and, and I again, that's just w or just like the industry's way of like keeping women down yeah. because we you already just know quiet rick flair's daughter when she's like the most decorated woman in this they company said it. At the she's top a 12-time women's champion oh my God, my she's God. a grand slam champion and she was the last divas champion if you even want to include that um but yeah like the fact that nobody can give her that respect you know, the fans, F them. The fact that, like, people in management can't, like, give her that, F them. But you know who can see it is Asuka. Yeah. Because she is also, like, the greatest to, like, walk this division. So. And and this 
not even just division this industry. Yeah. She's wrestled everywhere. She's yeah. so respected everywhere. Everybody universally loves Oscar. I don't think I've ever heard one bad no. thing said about Oscar. No, agreed. And so yeah, for like Charlotte to care, the only opinion that she cares about is Oscar. She is doesn't like even have to care about her fiance's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Cause she's better than he is. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, like that being the only opinion that she cares about is the perfect relationship for them, and they do need to lean into that. I um, think. do you think? Okay, so like, if them trying to turn Charlotte face, do you do that? Like, because I would think, yeah, you do that with Oscar, because everybody loves Oscar. In turn, you love Charlotte, or do you make them the villainous tag team? Because uh, I can see Oscar's it. already done vin- villainous the tag team, so I think she. Could I do think that hers again. is a little bit more comical. Though it's never really, not like in NXT, since she's moved up to the main roster, I've never really seen her be like sinister. And I think with her and Charlotte together, they could get to that point because, I mean, like, let's just bounce it off of this last uh, match because Charlotte did cost them the match. Asuka doesn't have to give up on Charlotte for kicking her in the face. If anything, it can just like fire them both up to just take out everybody at this point. We shouldn't have to be sitting through any other ta- women's tag team matches that don't involve Charlotte and Asuka. Like if they believe that. I think here's what I would do is Asuka gets broken by Rhea, loses her belt for a little while, builds herself up with that storyline, and you kind of put on the back burner this relationship. Because NXT needs to have those belts for a little while, at least a couple months. Then you need to have, at least, I think, an established tag team take them back from NXT. So that's the perfect squad, the perfect time to f- finally give it to the Riot Squad, I guess, <laughs> at WrestleMania or SummerSlam or something. And then finally, Asuka's back, firing on all cylinders. She's not going to go after Rhea, but. Charlotte's here. Let's go. Well, get, let's go get these belts. Okay, with Rhea coming in, she already has history with Charlotte. How do they like not just go into Charlotte versus Rhea again? That's how draw out Oscar and Rhea a little bit. Rhea breaks Oscar. That's also how you turn Charlotte face. If that's what you want to do, which I hate that as a character for her, but I really Os- hope that Charlotte Rhea... starts fighting for Oscar, and then when Oscar gets back, they're they're still a thing together. I really hope that Rhea comes in as like a supervillain. I don't think she's going to. It looks like they're repackaging her, but from the package, I don't know. What are you talking about? That promo that was shown on Raw just was like classic Rhea. Oh yeah, no, like they're not. That alleviated a lot of my fears, but from her, her you just new saw look, that one photo shoot. Her new look—it was probably just her playing around. There, the way that she was like playing around and being all silly in the Royal Rumble, which is more canon to use that term in WWE, and the way they're notorious for messing up NXT people mm-hmm. when they come to the main roster. Like, just none of that bodes well for, for this to happen. But that package did look good. What I think is going to – how it's going to happen is Rhea's just going to come in as this, like, immature, indestructible force. Mm-hmm. And so, like, not even realizing her own strength, she'll break Rhea – she'll break Asuka and have fun doing it or could break Asuka and have fun doing it. But, like, just kind of this more whirlwind of power, uncontrolled power than anything. So, yeah, at some point Charlotte's going to be able to beat her or someone is going to be able to beat her because they will have, like, have a veteran know-how or experience where 
she's going to let her immaturity get the best of her. And you saw that with, like, Alexa, where she's, like, ah, sticking her tongue out and stuff like that. Like, I think they're going to lean into that a lot with Rhea. And I don't hate it as much. It's just, like, why would you do that when you have Rhea who can come in and fucking break people? I think once Shayna and Nia lose the titles, I th- I could totally see Rhea being involved with them, too, at some, like, in some way. Shayna needs a singles run. And well, not yeah, against, put her up against Rhea. Not against Rhea is the thing, because especially if you put her uh, as Rhea's first thing, she's not going to get the justice that she needs. When she came in, she got screwed. She should have came in and beat Becky, and they're like, uh, no, we're not ready for Becky to lose. Oh, shit, Becky's pregnant. <laughs> and we're not ready for Shayna to have her singles run, so we'll strap Asuka and not give her money in the ba- the money in the bank. And not do anything. And then not <laughs> do it. anything with her. Oh, and then also, hey, can you just put on this weighted vest and then this other weighted vest and and then, like, four more weighted vests and go win some tag team titles and try and carry a team for three months, which she's done admirably. And then you're going to throw her in a fucking rivalry with Rhea to get buried? It's just doing her. <laughs> talking about doing people dirty. Shayna has gotten no support from this company since coming up here. And well, that's like, after, after being you, such a dominant force in NXT. After you laid it out that way, now I'm very confident that Rhea's going to go up against Shayna after probably, they lose their titles. Probably. <laughs> Um, okay, so the other match that happened on Raw was Naomi versus oh Naomi and Lana versus Sexy Muzzle Friends. That was our three minute tag match. So we're not even gonna give it that much energy right now. Lana and Naomi won. The number one contenders. Yeah, so that makes sense. But somehow number one contenders, even though. Somebody else might get a shot first because they want a tournament. Yeah, real good timing, guys. <laughs> they forgot to that coordinate match that. Didn't even need to ha- that number one contenders match didn't even need to happen. There's so much of this woman stuff that doesn't need to happen th- that you're filling time of stuff that could happen. And why? To protect Drew McIntyre's ego? To protect Vince's ego? To protect all these old guys running this industry's ego? Fuck off at some point, guys. Like... <laughs> Just step aside. Let the future take over. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not going to say it was much better on NXT UK because, again, we got some afterthought matches there, too. We did get a press conference with Kaylee Ray and Michael and like four questions. <laughs> not yeah. very interesting, but whatever. We're we're building up to their match that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm super. <laughs> Danny Luna versus <laughs> versus Aaliyah James uh, had their match, and I mean it was it was fine. It was okay. Uh, we haven't seen a whole lot of Danny Luna, and Aaliyah James is still fairly new. She's the one who dresses in pink, has pigtails, and I thought was from Essex, but no. <laughs> I think I liked this match actually a good amount better than some of the other NXT stuff we've seen lately. Oh yeah, I mean. They are definitely better than some of the matches that we've seen between, like, I don't know, Isla Dawn or, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, Gin- like, why are you running with Ginny and Isla Dawn when you have <laughs> these two people? Yeah. Uh, maybe they can't carry matches, but, and they've been, Isla and Ginny have been doing it longer, but those, those two are way better. Yeah. I time. mean, and this is mostly just like a filler match because they don't have any history with each other. They don't yeah. have history with anybody, really. Um, the real storyline was just Ginny addressing Piper. With that guy that hangs out with her. I, um, you said his name was Joseph. I think his name I, I never paid That's attention. That's Connors or Peter or some shit. That um, guy who's obsessed with Piper. 
yeah um Jenny was just saying like how they need to end it or something like that and it's like oh I didn't realize that that was the feud I thought you were going after Kaylee Ray but okay I guess we're just gonna rewrite you interfering in that match but yeah so not the most exciting week for NXT UK but it's just like moving along just put Piper and Kaylee forever I mean I'm glad we're going to get the, the Mako, and I want to see Mako versus the rest of that division to build them up the same oh, yeah. way like Serena is with AEW's division. But it, and so in addition to that, every week, just give me a Piper and Kaylee match every week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but then... Different stipulations, best of seven, whatever you want to do, let them wrestle. But then you're just going to have to cut like two men's promos to have another women's match in there. <laughs> So speaking of AEW, we watched the next round of um, the Women's Tournament Eliminator matches that happens on YouTube on Mondays. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter because like it was still really, really, really good. Um, as far as like the Japanese side, the U.S. side is so, so weak. And like yeah. you probably could have chosen other women to the, be on the that side of the brackets. And the booking has made it worse. The matches that we got to see was um, Tay Conti versus Nyla Rose, which is actually really good because yes. Tay Conti was just killing it. Yeah. And Nyla, too, like she like really stepped it up for, for this match. And I like how every time that Tay Conti has faced Nyla, it hasn't ever been like a like where she has to step back or she's like afraid of like the big bad beast. Like, no, she goes in like with no fear yeah and so that, that's awesome that was why i hate this booking because they did have that history that they were still drawing on this isn't like it, it's happening on dynamite where you're ha- where you're kneecapping your your uh beast in nyla and like you don't need nyla to go past in this tournament because honestly can... i don't think she's gonna win this yeah it doesn't seem like she should either and so you can give tay some momentum and you can or Ty. You can give her some momentum and start to build her. And if she's one of your people, and if you want to take your women's division seriously, she's really good. She's been, she she's improved so much better match. than she was in NXT. And that's oh, yeah. like just her, just her putting in the effort. For I sure. could probably count on like one hand how many matches that she was in on NXT. Yeah. And yeah, so, for sure, like, just to see this whole, um, like, realized side of her mm-hmm. on di- on on AEW is really really cool because yeah she like totally deserved the push she just it it just never came for her yeah, we were always biased too because she always did the latinas stuff, <laughs> yeah. so we liked her and then they were like oh well we got mercedes and she's a latina so sorry tay you gotta go wait at the performance center and then eventually <laughs> oh, she yeah, left her contract's up um well nyla rose got the win on her on this one. Um, Tay Conti actually had her pinned. She had her pinned for over five seconds. Yeah. Um, but the ref was distracted because Nyla had pulled the turnbuckle off. So, or the cover of it. So the, while the ref was getting that all situated, um, she missed the count. Conspiracy theories are, conspiracy theorists are coincidentally proven, right? <laughs> um So, again, yeah, it's just like I don't understand why Nyla needed to advance in this round because I really don't see her winning this whole thing. No, it's because she needs to be that last hurdle for Thunder Rosa or Rio to get into the final. I guess. Didn't Um, Rio already beat her? Like, we've played this before. You guys going to just hit this note again? Is that that what we're – okay. (laughs) Unless Thunder Rosa actually wins over Rio. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I could see that, but like just from a practical booking sense. Actually, I see that happening more so because so? of what happened in the Britt Baker match. Um, so we, we can talk about that one just because That's eh, true. Um, it was Britt Baker versus someone named Maddie. Um, who, <laughs> who was, was a replacement. A replacement for Anna J because Anna J is injured now. So she's out for a few months. This is take on time to really take over because they were really pushing Anna J for some reason. Um, and she was like friends with take on So I mean, just like as the last woman standing who are the best around, like, yeah, she's going to shine. I hope so. And I hope they give her a chance to for sure. So this match between Britt Baker and Maddie, um, it was not very memorable, but at the very end, I know Britt Baker like attacked her right off the bat when yeah, she was coming in before they even started, and then they like really beat her down before the match ever started. So. Yeah, um, th- the match wasn't very fast paced at all, and then at the end we did get um, did Br- Britt do her yeah uh, mandible claw on her? Yeah. So as she's doing that, Reba after not- doing the uh, move that. Chompa almost killed her fiance with off of the war games cage. <laughs> yeah, so they start drawing on this Maddie girl's face. They drew like a caricature, kind of. like fa- the face paint that Thunder Rosa does. But they only had like a black marker, so it, it was, wasn't gonna. Be, it was really good for her. How very, <laughs> she must win when they play. What's the Pictionary, Pictionary because damn that like I was impressed with how much I recognize it and like it's a it's pretty elaborate what Thunder Rosa does yeah and so this is Britt calling out Thunder Rosa um so it's in the bracket it's going to be um oh we'll look at it later but basically I think it's going to be Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa yeah Rebel might be able to help her sneak that win away from Nyla the same way that like Tay could have won one but that would have been so much easier to sneak one, sneak one away from Ty Conti. Give Ty Conti some time on Dynamite or on that Bleacher Report special. So, like, Nyla's already established. You don't need to do that. Yeah, that's but true. I, I hope that is the way it goes. And, I, yeah, I don't want to see... Nyla's good. I just don't want to see her advance in this tournament. She doesn't need it right now. Yeah, I don't think... I really don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. On the Japanese side, uh, which we found out that Sheeta actually put together that whole bracket. That's awesome. Like, it's... Yeah. Why isn't she booking the women's division? Just put, you know what? If you're going to take that title off of her, make her just be in charge of the women's division. Kenny, because, if you want to collect titles, go do that, homie. Go wrestle. Go do the thing you're really good at. <laughs> don't try to book these women if you don't care about it. And yeah. like, even if you do, I'm sorry. You gave we, you gave it your all. <laughs> you're not fucking good at it. You're really good at putting on eight, nine-star matches. Go do that. And I'll watch every single one of them. Let Sheeta do this because this turn there. I was excited for the Japanese bracket going in, and I'm really have not been disappointed by any of these matches. Yeah, no, and so and we're even getting some more matches uh, yeah. with the Japanese women, so that's yeah. really cool. That Bleacher Report special, I'm excited. I'm super excited for. Um, so the last two uh, rounds or or the last matches of this round, uh, you have Emi Sakura versus Yuka Sakazaki, and. That was a pretty fun match, especially because, okay, so Emmy came out with, like, 
two little escorts. <laughs> <laughs> two defeated opponents in this tournament. <laughs> and they, yeah, they got super involved here. <laughs> so, yeah, they totally got involved um, when the ref wasn't looking, right? Yeah. And they were, like, beating up Yuka outside of the ring. Um, so that helped, like, wear her down. And I was surprised. Um, she liked Yuka. No, no. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like her. I really do like the way she wrestles. I her, Just her character. Just like the, all the in-betweens is what I'm just like, about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed that match. That crucifix pin at the end. Like, we had yeah. To go back and How watch. was it that? Was, like, what was that even? It was fucking cool as all it was. I'm going to have to watch it a few more times. We just watched it today. So I don't know. I don't even know. It was just like a crazy. It was like a flip crucifix, but. I don't know if it just looked cool the way she pulled it off. Like, I don't know if I've seen anyone pull it off that way or if she just, yeah, put a style on it that made it look cooler than anybody else I've yeah. seen. But it, it was the coolest crucifix I've seen in a while. Um, Not related to the actual, like, wrestling of it, but their costumes together was basically my sixth grade genie costume. <laughs> <laughs> it was purple and it also looked like Yuka's get up <laughs> her costume looks so many of these costumes look like they were designed by square enix the creators of final fantasy yeah yeah i haven't played final fantasy but i've seen graphics for it and stuff and yes i would agree with that yeah. just look up final fantasy 10 2 which is just like here are final fantasy characters are pop stars that shoot guns <laughs> and they it's like and the exact Miko. same uh Urmaki. yes exact same gear um, okay, so the second match was Aja Kong versus Ryo Mizunami. And man, Ryo's so cool. Yeah. She's just like cool. <laughs> yeah. Um she's and got her style for sure. Yeah, like that's what it is. Like she just has style. Another person whose gear looks like it was created by Square <laughs> Enix, but not like in a comical not in a comical way, in a way that like... Like it, street it, fashion. Yeah, it works for her. It's cool. <laughs> and um, Aja Kong, uh, oh, I don't know, is her gear anywhere near? It's Bam Bam Bigelow, so it's a classic. <laughs> um, so yeah, this match wasn't... It, obviously, you're not going to have like high flying and really fast pace. Like it's a battle of... Well, yeah, it's feats of strength here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like, Rio was getting annoyed that she just couldn't knock down Aja Kong, which is, like... Don't you need a nap? Adding to it, right? <laughs> you had an extra bowl of soup today? <laughs> oh, so um, Aja was walking around with the waste basket, and they at one point went up to the, I guess, the announcer's table. That's yeah. where we saw Sheeta. Oh. And... Aja tossed the wastebasket to her. So she was just like, oh, like, because she thought she was going to hit her. Like, that's kind of what it looked like. She was just going to go hit Sheeta for no reason. But no, she made her catch the wastebasket and then she just drove Rio's head <laughs> into it. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> that finish was way cool because at this point, the ref was counting both of them out. Yeah, I think their counts are longer, too. It's like 15 or 20 okay. seconds or something. So, like, they're getting counted out um, and... Aja's just walking back to the ring like, <laughs> like I got her, dumbass. Rio <laughs> hit the trash can. <laughs> Rio was pissed. She was just like, nobody smashes my head into the trash can. <laughs> and um, she, while Aja is walking back into the ring, is that what it was? She yeah. was like going to get she in there? She was sliding into the bottom. 
in her, Rio, turn, <laughs> in her slow this, pace. This wasn't a high flying match, but Rio climbs the top rope and leg drops the crap she out of Aja. Her. She murdered Aja. If we had not gotten a shot of her afterwards looking like she was alive, which I'm still doubtful of, <laughs> I think they just flashed that in there to try and cover up Aja's murder. We witnessed Aja Khan getting yeah. killed oh, during man, the was, AEW Women's Eliminator tournament. Leg drop tournament. was insane. Uh, somebody's See. going around doing these shitty leg drops. Watch this over and over again. <laughs> no, if you have a shitty leg drop, <laughs> here's some tips on how to make it better. Yeah, and Rio rolled into the ring before the count was up, and so that's how she got the win. Yeah. And like, that's what you got to do against Aja Kong. Yeah, that was that was a cool finish. I I'm really excited for Yuka versus Rio now. <laughs> I think Yuka's gonna win, and because she's signed here as far as we know, and she she does like, a lot more AEW appearances. Next big thing for AEW, and yeah. then mentioning like, which is oh, too I'm bad. So sorry that I that I made AEW wait for so long. Which like, yeah, whatever. You're just doing another Riho thing for real. Yeah. You guys could have. You could have Rio here, who's this cool <laughs> champion carrying your oh, banner. Well, that's the thing is, I don't think a lot of people would really appreciate her. I think I because think especially their audience. I don't know. I think they like, especially their audience. They're the ones that have like that creepy Asian fetish. But this uh, this is another one of those things of like, get don't let your audience dictate necessarily. Don't you, let your audience dictate your better moves because. You already did the Rio thing. Yeah, you can get to Yuka at some point, but why not give Rio a chance? Like, especially when you have Nyla Rose, and you're trying to make up ground on this other. Uh, like, if you know, it, and the, so it's the counterpoint to the other to the other team. WWE is is eating your lunch because they have much better talent. Rio Yuka's good. Rio's good. They can put on matches together, but Rio can really like give you stuff that you, you, other people aren't going to bring in that we haven't already seen with Riho. Oh, well that's what I like she brings a whole other aspect of Japanese wrestling yeah. to this women's division that we haven't even like we kind of see it with Asuka for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I think she's like I don't know. I do I really don't know too much about Rio, but in like American wrestling like Asuka is that OG. Yeah. So, like, we've seen, like, the way she wrestles, like, her style, just, like, the fact that she has, like, swagger. Rio, Rio has that, too. Yeah. Mizunami has that, too. And it's different. Like, she's just, yeah, she's just, like, got a cool essence about her. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's another thing of, like, it's also a two-way street. So, maybe they wanted to do that and she doesn't want to come here or she's not well, actually part of AEW. She'd rather we'll be in that. stardom. Like, I think that's the reason that Emmy isn't moving on. Because seeing the, those two matches with Emmy and the way that they're talking about her, it seems like she's just a staple of there. Uh, and uh, she's yeah. she could come here and make that. Like, you have Emmy and Serena Deep putting Dang, those yeah. training, putting that's those women through the motion. Just, like, that's yeah, how you get your women's you, division to the moon. Exactly. That's how you leap and bound and catch up to the to yep. to NXT and to uh, to WWE. But if Emmy it's doesn't, if like, Emmy doesn't want to do that, and Emmy wants to do that just for Japan and stardom, like that's yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's just too bad because it's like it's not like you let the women cut promos anyway. <laughs> so you might as well just have like non-native um, yeah. English speakers. So <laughs> yeah. Um. We watched a little bit of Dark. I think the most notable bits about that was that Ivelisse and Diamante actually put on, or they were a part of a not-so-stellar match. Um, yes, they're the- not through no fault of their own. Although I will say, 
they're pretty apparent when they're walking through the ring or they're in a ring with like you can tell they're in a ring with opponents they don't care and I don't know if this is kayfabe or they're just that good if they're that good at kayfabe or if they truly are like these people are fucking beneath us why are we <laughs> why are we in this division we could be fighting Dakota and Raquel <laughs> right um that would be such a dream yeah. Dakota and Raquel, <laughs> Ivelisse and Diamante would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> they would crush men's tag team wrestling. Um, we were asking where Fartwheel was. <laughs> and it, this is Tesha Price. She didn't actually fart through her, her match. She just uh, didn't land a cartwheel. How did this even start? Was it that she like farted and it that's why her, she messed up her cartwheel? <laughs> it was her initial match. Let's go back to our kayfabe headcanon. It was her initial match. I actually was like super into it. And then she did this like, it was her one flaw in the match where she went to go do a cartwheel. But it was the worst cartwheel I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen toddlers attempt cartwheels. And so I started calling her fartwheel because that cartwheel was a fart. <laughs> And yeah, it's just. So I hope I hope I don't keep that nickname for her because she's she's really good. But it's it's the way that I've memorized her for now. We actually really like her. We were saying if AEW doesn't sign her, like if she really is truly independent, like NXT needs to like pounce on that. It's another one of like Vinny. If they haven't. Uh, if a if WWE or AEW haven't signed either of these two by the end of the month, they're both just bad business people. Yeah, you sign Venny, you sign a uh, Fartwheel, Tasha Price, <laughs> and nickname her Fartwheel. People will remember her more if you call her Fartwheel. <laughs> Tell her you mess up those cartwheels because people will remember it. But you kill the rest of those matches. Oh, you know what? Here's how you. She does the cartwheels, but to like mock the other women who do cartwheels during their match and so she like just botches them so bad and then she calls herself fartwheel i can't think of any woman that would willingly call themselves fartwheel but you know what you know what that would make you like the top star think of all the merchandise (laughs) okay so thinking of like a those spinning eggs from Easter. <laughs> Tessa Price doing a cut. Like the ones that sing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Okay, so the women's bracket. Hang on. <laughs> um, okay. So the women's bracket. Uh, We're going to see... Yuka. I'm gonna do this again. I got a pop up ad. Okay, so the women's bracket. We're gonna have Yuka versus um, Rio Mizunami in the final. Japanese bracket. On the Japanese side. On the American side, um, Thunder Rosa versus Rio. They still need a fight. And we already saw, saw um, Te Conti win and Britt Baker win. So they'll be going up against each other. Thunder Rosa and Rio will be this Sunday on the free, free Bleacher Report event. Okay, so they're neat. Okay, I, 
Which is Revolution, then. That's their pay-per-view. That's next week. Next Saturday, I believe. Okay. Okay, so we still have, like, a few more days um, to see, like, these final matches. And then at the Revolution pay-per-view will be the championship. Yes. Of the Eliminator tur- Tournament, no. not for the title. <laughs> it will be for the title. Oh, it will be for the title. Yeah, the winner needs to be determined by them because the winner will be facing... Shida. For the t- Shida for the title. Shida, who is in Japan. So I'm pretty sure our, t- our winner is coming out of Japan. Japan because so? other countries actually have a 14-day quarantine. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, a lot of these have already been filmed. And so it That's needs true. to be. Okay, so we're thinking it's going to be Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, right? We think Thunder yes. Rosa is going to win. Of those two? Or you think Britt's going to win? I think Britt could win. Because you put Britt in a final where she loses, have Yuka or Rio go against Shida, and then let Britt kind of get that Jericho heat, start to build your division that way. Getting a, a per- The way that they built their men's division where Jericho was like the person that you hated but wanted to see other people go against, you do that with Britt Baker, in my opinion. How? Um... To quote your favorite, Mick Foley. Britt Baker is a star. <laughs> Which we also see. Even Mick Foley was tweeting about Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And how they need to not screw her up whenever she gets to Raw. <laughs> because he's seen so many people from NXT screw up. So says hi. who do you think is actually going to be the champion? I think they need a change. I, I think it could be Thunder Rosa. I think Thunder Rosa could carry it for a little while. Yeah. She could unite the banners. Get, she's already like she's already feuding with with Brit as much. I can see her definitely going up against Nyla. And if you bring up the Amante and Ivelisse with her, they make that like crazy cool faction. That's what I'm saying. You have to lean I into that. Don't wanna say If La you're not Dina DX stable brings you up to nxt's <laughs> division but, but it at it least gets really it at least help. gets you to smackdown and it doesn't let your you being added with four more promotions not still not stack up to AEW or to nxt you actually at that point might equal them and the other thing too is like you can have more interesting women's storylines without having to resort to just tag team match after tag team match just have a faction then if yeah. you're going to group them all together anyway, just have it be that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I mean, well. <laughs> if I could shit some morons, like the <laughs> women, the way the women are booked, to give equal to both, give it equally to both companies, AEW, and maybe this is because their audience, who, again, has jumped shipped, and the reason the day WWE should not be chasing this audience like, we've seen people like Hangman, and we've seen a lot of these people like FTR over and over again. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen fucking Abaddon. Mm-hmm. We ha- yeah, The Fiend exists, and we've seen, like, Papa Shango and some other, like, these mystical characters. But I don't think I've ever seen anyone like Abaddon. We've seen executives and high-ranking people in this company recognize Abaddon. Why isn't she getting booked anywhere? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck has she even been? She even injured? Put her on the sidelines, like... I said uh, with Private Party, 
as a weird <laughs> dynamic, but at least keep her there and keep these women present. And like, if you want us to take you seriously, there's well, things like, that you can do for that. It's the same way that they like do it. Well, they were doing it with Anna Jay. Yeah. I mean, she hanging out with Dark Order all yeah, the time. Like lean into these storylines that aren't the the same try like shit that we've gone over. And I mean, I know that you have to hit those drum beats because this is wrestling, but. Why not put that on Dynamite? Or why not put that on... Put Hangman on Dark. People will tune into Dark to watch it. Force them to watch Abaddon and say, this is like... This is cool storytelling. This is where our industry can go if you guys fucking buy in and bring your friends. And that's the thing. It's like, it's... It's fake. Well, it's like not fake, but like it's fake. Yeah, like... (laughs) We should be able to buy into this kind of stuff. I'm not tuning in to see who wins. I'm tuning in to see the story you guys are going to tell. Yeah. Especially because we know that you are like choosing who wins and it's yeah. not like based on it's not just based on like and the for, better uh the better wrestler. For and like it always I always like to harp on them too because AEW tries to be, "Oh, we're not that company." And like but you have a cosplayer, a celebrity, and your executive's wrestling avatar as your big promotion going on right now. <laughs> so really, are you that much different than that company? No, you're mm-hmm. not. So why not do it? Like, they're not they're not doing the women's stuff. You guys could fucking do it just as easily as they could. I, uh, I just want more and better women's wrestling storylines yeah. <laughs> because we've seen all this other shit. This industry is so old. We've seen a lot of this stuff come over and over again. And that's why a lot of it's really predictable. Don't do any of the predictable shit and start giving us new stuff with the women who are intriguing. Yeah, and then, like, you can make it fresh when you have it more diverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I mean, this is, like, why, um, you know, when I'm asked about, like, oh, what do you think about AEW? It's not much different, right? Oh, well, then you should watch New Japan. Yeah, I get that, but oh, you they don't the, have women. <laughs> yeah, the company who hasn't put a woman on, on their main show in its history they're not gonna put like the women at wrestle kingdom they're gonna be on the pre-events yeah. <laughs> which is and that's why like if i want to watch good wrestling i will watch new japan i'll pull up a kenny omega versus but whoever if, but i am here for women's wrestling this is the reason why we like have this podcast it's the reason why we got back into it i mean Thank, as much as we did. Thank St. Bella's for that. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you dragged me in, but I, I, don't, I don't know those steps. <laughs> well, you got back into it. And it was all because of the women. So, yeah, that's why you were watching uh, Dean Ambrose yeah. versus Chris Jericho was because I was looking up for some Bailey matches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know that. I just always forget that. <laughs> But um, anyway, I mean, this has already gone on pretty long, but we can harp on it some more. We're just going to go in circles. So instead, let's go watch some more women's wrestling. (laughs) 